Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. I'm here with Vince. Give him a shout out, Vince. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505 Studios, right. our, our home, basically. That's right. We're back here doing it once again for your entertainment. For you. And uh, we're here in the winter months here in New Mexico, so uh, we're not sure about our, our favorite spots up in the mountains. So no. that's why we're in the studios and... Uh, Things get kind of hectic uh, with work. Uh, I know my brother, he's he's basically balls to walls at work, and that's why we're finding right. it hard to find time to do this, but we're doing it because we care about you. That's right. And I could say that, you know, we haven't been consistent. For one, it's the holidays, and we're going to take a break to be with the family, the ones we love, and, and enjoy ourselves, just as we expect you to do the same. Right. But on that note, Holidays are over. We want you to hop right back on the wagon with us. Or like I do, I fall off the wagon. So whatever you want to do. That's right. But I, I want to share a little gift that was given to me by my son. And if you could see that, it has. The, it, you'll probably see it better once I fill it with alcohol. But it's a decanter and it has our logo that you see in the background there. And it's so cool. Well, let's and see if we're, we could and, see this. And we're going to start off tonight with the toast to you. And if you see that, it has our logo too. And and thank you, son. This is a really cool gift. Yep. It has our logo for our podcast. And it's everything about what we are. And it's awesome. So I, I, I guess you could say that. Right now, Chris is our sponsor. That's right. Chris, you are our sponsor. This so is to you, Bobo. This is to you, Bobo. Woo! <laughs> that just tastes better in them fancy glasses. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, we are jet-powered, and that's... That's right. You know, that's it, actually going to take us right into our subject. It's below freezing outside, but right now it is cozy warm. Right, a little bit of antifreeze. All right, well, let's get back to the show here. The holidays are over. We hope you guys had good holidays as well, and we're back doing it, and we welcome you back. And we're going to start off tonight by hitting the uh, ever so popular alien subject. Right. Uh, I think it's been a while. We, we, we've been jumping uh, back and forth, and we do this, uh, especially in the holidays, because we, we, we don't communicate as much because of work, and we're off on different days. That's so. right. But uh, lately, I've been watching a lot of um, UFO documentaries, and not only UFO documentaries. To me, a lot of our military stuff, I've been watching videos on that, ties in with it, I think. It, it, it does, and, you know, ever since, I, I want to say, 
we could trace this back to the Roswell crash. And ever since that crash happened, people seem to think that that ties us into, you know, our military technology has jumped by leaps and bounds. Uh, our commercial residential technology period has jumped by leaps and bounds. It, it seems like since the Roswell crash and, and, and a few UFO crashes before that, that alien technology is what has sprung us into the modern age. Right. Uh, and I'm talking modern age with cellular phones, fiber optics, which those of you know that fiber optics, they're pulses of light and not just copper cable. Uh, right. You know, we've made leaps and bounds, even in the computer chip industry, the computer wafers, tech, uh, the, the computer I use to process our podcast, that is a thousand times more powerful than the first supercomputer. Right, right. And uh, like a million times lighter. That's right. So, you know, everyone wants to give, uh, not everyone, but people say it's our brains and we're doing this technology. But there are those that do credit our leaps and bounds to alien technology. Right. Now, um, when I was younger, or when we're both in the military, I was into, well, electronics. Right. So, and they showed us some of the earliest supercomputers, and these things were like as big as a room. Right, they had to be. They uh, were huge. But now, we could fit a supercomputer in the palm of our hand. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Right. Now, now that's what's available to the civilian population and that always makes me wonder what's available to the military right if if, if we could take this phone and this phone is now a super little super computer processor that we keep in our pocket what do they have right now to get on the subject i wanted to talk about uh i wanted to talk about hypersonic craft now we have a lot of uh, chatter in the news about how Russia and China they're they're working on well they supposedly have uh, hypersonic rockets uh, or missiles um, I don't know if we do or not but uh, from what I gather we're working more toward a hypersonic vehicle right now China claims they have one that could park in space but I don't believe it well we talked about how that would have to work now we're not. You know, we're not engineers and we're not astrophysicists and but But just, we play one on TV. We do. And <laughs> that's because we stood at Holiday and Express last night. <laughs> but, you know, that's even theoretically, if you know anything about propulsion and gravitational pull, even basics, that's kind of far fetched. Right. That's beyond the bounds. And, and what we're talking about with these hypersonic missiles is uh, supposedly they could be guided as whereas the trajectory of a conventional missile, you know, you got the arc. Right. And uh, these hypersonic, they could fly within the atmosphere and supposedly you could steer them. But the, at that speed, any little adjustments, you're going to fly way off target, I believe. If, if you're going... Faster than the speed of sound, and and you're trying to zigzag to avoid radar detection. How accurate can you be? Right. And another point we were talking about earlier off off mic was uh, our space shuttles, our our spacecraft. They have a, a heat shield which allows them to re-enter our atmosphere because they are going at hypersonic speeds when they come in. Right. Which is the reason you see when uh, meteors come in, they burn up. That's what keeps our space shuttle from burning up and killing our, our crew. Now, they're, they're designed to do it for short periods of time. 
now a hypersonic craft would have to be have some kind of material that could sustain that for a flight and i don't believe we have it yet that's why i don't believe they have it no um i i think it's basically uh until it's proven and we see it in use it's hubbub right and and when you're going at those speeds it's not only the heat shield you have to have special engines because the the air the oxygen in the air even changes it and it, it it splits and it starts on fire that's why you have you know the burning right it, it, it's like anything entering the atmosphere it's gonna start on fire because of that the friction the air change right it it, so it just I, doesn't sustain itself I, I in our believe, atmosphere i don't believe they have the the engine technology yet they may say they do but i don't believe it yet i don't no, like I said, it's easy to say we have something, but without seeing proof of it, you know. Um, now, they said they tested it, and Russia said, oh, we were accurate with this, and but were you really? Right, and the thing about these communist countries is we're never going to get a straight answer. No. We're going to know what, what we could see for ourselves with satellites and spy planes. Exactly, and I don't think our focus should be on that. Our focus should be like, okay, you have that. Let's develop something that intercepts it immediately. Immediate. When you launch it, we intercept it. Now, our, our defense budget has, uh, just in this last uh, year, has jumped up by, I want to say, 40%. Right. So they can't only be working on a, a hypersonic craft. they got to be working on defense for it. Now, where we're going with this, I think, is we're getting all these theoretical... Uh, I want to say news releases right. from these different countries saying, oh, we have this weapon, beware. We have this weapon, don't mess with us. Right. Now let's take that back to alien technology. That's where we're going. So these aliens, they enter our atmosphere and they appear and disappear right. at the blink of an eye. So they must have the technology to withstand our atmosphere and greater speeds with ease. And so... My point is, if these aliens in the past they've told us that we're going the wrong direction and we're going to destroy Earth, and we, we talked about in past episodes about how they filmed an alien with their laser dismantling one of our, basically, warheads that we were testing, and it just fumbled out and fell into the sea. Right. So I don't care who has this technology. If these beings don't want it to happen, and we've heard stories of them shutting down our nuclear facilities. I, I saw that special last night. Right. So these beings, being from outer space, another planet, another dimension, who knows the Twilight Zone? If they don't want those supersonic missiles. Hypersonic, yeah. Hypersonic, supersonic Sonic. You and sound like John Travolta in Greece. That's right. It's Greek lightning. If they don't want them to hit their target, I think they have the capability to shut them down. Right. I don't now, care how fast they're Now, going. getting back to what you mentioned about them setting or uh, uh, shutting down one of our nuclear facilities. Now, this was during the Cuban uh, missile crisis when the Russians uh, put or their missiles in Cuba. Right. And you know Cuba's not far from... No, 70 Florida. miles. Yep. But anyway, they, there was a craft that was called in, and uh, they called it... They, they had one guy down in the bunker 
to push the button. Right. The guards were up on top, the observers, and he took it as a joke. At first, he hung up. Then they called him back. Hey, this craft is hovering right above the gates, and 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 this craft ended up basically shutting down everything. Right. It, it took him over a week to get everything back up and running. Well, and and here's the thing: while they were shutting ours down in Wyoming, right? That's where it happened. They were preparing to launch Russia's. So it was like a simultaneous attack. So Russia's was on alert because they couldn't figure out why they were getting ready to initiate a launch when no one authorized it. And here in the States, ours were getting shut down. So they were basically telling us that they're in control and we're not. They don't care what kind of technology we have. It's still child's play to them. Right. And and uh, I, I do believe they have the technology and the 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 craft to shut down, even if we do launch, right. like you said about the missile. And that brings me back to their craft. Um, sometimes we see what we, we think are like meteors entering the atmosphere. Right. Could that be a craft coming in? It could possibly be. And, and here's the thing. We see them and we say, oh, sh- look at that shooting star or, oh, that's <laughs> it's some, not even a star. Yeah, that's space debris burning up. We truly don't know what it is. But... And, and my other question with that is, uh, we see these spacecraft, we, we've seen videos, people film, where they just take off at speeds we can't even fathom, right. but there's no heat trail. None. There, it's None. like there's no friction in the air, and they call them anti-gravity gravity devi- or craft. Anti-gravity craft. Well, you know, the, the thing is, they, they leave no vapor trail. They leave no uh, sonic boom signature wave. They, they just zoom out. Now, that type of technology, now people say that this craft can't, there can't possibly be aliens on that craft because no one could sustain those kind of G-forces. Well, we don't know because people have seen these craft zoom off and then later seen them land and either claim to be abducted with right. aliens on board or watch the craft land and aliens come off it. Right. So how can we say that? Are these aliens robots? Well, we, we've talked about the possibility of AI with a, we have. with a, I guess, what do you uh, call the suit they're wearing? Like a, 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 a biological bi- skin. Oh, right. And then we, we've also split off and talked about the technology that uh, Nikola Tesla was talking about, right. zero point, who... That, that could be real. I mean, if they tap that, they could just move along and the elements wouldn't affect them, maybe. It wouldn't. And, you know, um, zero-point energy is a real thing. When I first started studying and reading books about Nikolai Tesla, I, I was, like, and just infatuated and engulfed with what this man did. And for about five years of my life, that's all I did is read about him. And... Some of the technologies he developed, um, especially zero-point energy, if we could learn to tap into that, we would not have an energy crisis. Right. But, but there again, uh, big oil and 
you know, big pharma, big oil. These these big corporations don't want us to succeed in that, right now, because it puts them to bed overnight. Right now, his goal was free energy for everyone. Right, and, and all we would have needed to do is put an antenna on the generator that's going to operate whatever we're going to use. Right, and we pull it out of the air, free of charge, unlimited. Run it all day, all night, if you want. How can you beat that? And and that's why. Uh they say they took his notes, everything, he died a broke man. Now, let's think about that. If, if we could tap that type of energy and it's free to everyone in the world, uh, we're going to look at farming change. There's going to be no more poverty because the biggest cost to mankind is your energy needs. Right, right. And the thing about it is these big corporations or these big people running you know there's big people behind the scenes. Of course. They're going to lose out, and they can't have that. And it is greed that kills all these ideas for right. sustainable exactly. green energy. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But uh, getting back to the alien thing, <clears throat> we're, we're talking about the hypersonic craft and China saying they have one. Now, we talked about this off camera, too, or camera and mic, yeah. but uh, we think... One of the reasons China and Russia are really pushing this is they want to see what we really have. And, you know, I, I think that they have always pushed that button to see what we have. But we've learned from two world wars, Vietnam, Korea, we're not going to give you everything we have. We are always going to keep the rabbit in the hat. Right. We're going to keep the ace in the back pocket. That, that's right. And I know. Uh, I'm sure they all know about the alien technology thing. They know about the crashes. <clears throat> I'm sure they've had crashes in Russia. I've, I've heard they have. Yes. But uh, the, the big thing was the Germans with the bell. That's what really started it. Yes. And during the World War, when uh, everyone was defecting, we got that technology. Das Bell. Yeah, there you go. But um, getting back to the aliens, I was watching a special last night, and uh, there was... A couple of women on there who came forward and said that there was an alien alien uh, breeding program that we, we've talked about Crescent and the one with the man. She was talking about with women where they're trying to impregnate them. Right. And uh, she even talked about when she was in the craft and they pulled out a big needle and they stuck it in her abdomen and that was their pregnancy test. Right. And she... She uh, she passed a polygraph with flying colors. No, and you know she's not the first one that I've heard claim to have that happen to her. Uh, a lot of um, if we if I'm correct, let's go back to Betty and Barney White, the right. first abduction case to ever be reported and recorded. Uh, I think Betty said the same thing that they entered her navel cavity with. A needle. A needle. Yeah. Uh, you know, and she said she thinks they were extracting her eggs from her ovary. Well, this this lady said, she she said she was able to communicate with them, and she asked them what that was for, and they told her a pregnancy test. Well, they probably want to see if her if eggs are took. fertilizing. Now, yeah. I, I don't know. She, she didn't give uh, graphic details on how they inseminated her or how they tried to make her pregnant. Right. But, uh, I mean, well, if, if, if it's 
the way I see it, these aliens supposedly that have been on autopsy tables, there's no male or female. It's like they're 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 unisex. They're neither. There's no vagina. There's no penis. If you look at the alien autopsies, look close. Right, you're right, and I get that, but maybe not a a vagina or a penis that we are used to seeing. Well, what does it well, pop out in the end? Remember that movie in uh, what was Sylvester Stallone when he was in the future with the three shells, <laughs> oh. and when they would have intercourse, they would just wear something on their head. Uh, well, you know that that could be it. Maybe they procreate a different way, and maybe they maybe they want to procreate like us. Well, see, that's I think you hit the target right there. Maybe they procreate in a different way. That's why our sexual reproduction is such interest to them. Well, and, and to me, their procreation way is basically a cloning. Cloning, um, and we could go back to the uh, Naztec mummies with the eggs. Right, it, it could be eggs, but... It could the, be like, like fish, you know. Mm-hmm. Once eggs are out, you fertilize them. You it, don't, it, we it, don't it, know, we, we just don't know. We don't know until they take us up and we could either... Uh, and I'm hoping they take us tonight. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we could meet Crescent. Oh, yeah. Crescent knew how to procreate. Or her uh, sister, Chanalak. Chanalak. Oh, shit. <laughs> they don't call her that for another. No. <laughs> we're going to anti rock. <laughs> Here we go off the subject again. Okay, no, let's we get back on subject. We go from to two guys in a bar. That's right. Anyway, yeah, I mean, we don't know, but they they have to have a way to procreate because they, they can't exist without procreating. No one can. Right, right, exactly. And... And that's why I think that they do something totally different than we do. But let's get back to the hypersonic thing. I think we have something in our back pocket. Uh, our, our technology or our budget has went up for defense, which it always does. It does. And, always. And you know what? That's not necessarily a bad thing because a lot of our modern day technology comes out of uh, defense stuff. It does. But... um. I just, I just want to know what we really have. And we talked about this earlier. We've talked about this on other podcasts where uh, one of the presidents, I believe it was uh, Roosevelt, Roosevelt he, he disappeared for a while. And supposedly, and this was on the documentary again last night, he signed a treaty with the Greys, the Grey aliens. Right. And a lot of people that think that they gave us technology and in return... They allow them to do experiments on, on humans, on humans, people who say they've been abducted. Right. And uh, a lot of these women are speaking out because they're like, we report it, but the the officials, the government, they just blow us off. They don't do nothing. And, and, and I've heard the same thing that, you know, it's it's a tick for tat. It's a, as they say in the legal world, uh, quid pro quo, this yep. for that. Yeah, exactly. So you give us this, we give you that. We'll give you technology that will take you leaps and bounds, but you allow us to experiment on, you know, whoever we choose to abduct. Or uh, X amount of people a year. Right. Uh, um, now, do they have to hold to those standards? No. Truthfully, they could abduct who the hell they want and still not give us technology. Right. But maybe that's where the treaty comes in. So maybe the, it was a gesture of theirs. Because like we said right. back then, our from then till now, our technology just went it's, nuts. It's jumped leaps and bounds. Well, and, and let's look at it right now. Right now, me and you are talking on wireless mics. There's no wires connecting us to our soundboard. Nope. 
So that's just one example of how we've come so far within the last... Uh, let's just say when I was growing up and and let me just say the late 80s when I graduated, from then to now... Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. I would have never thought... Although I used to say if I could just have... Because all my friends would call me at home, all, all my girlfriends, all my aunties. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's see that one under yeah, the rug. And if I wasn't home, I didn't get their call. So I used to say, if I could take this phone, and I used to have like a 10, 12-foot cord to walk in my room and talk. But I said, if I could just take it with me and it ring and I answer it. And, and lo and behold, like... 12 years later, cell phones were out right. there. And you know the beauty of that, though, when we were growing up? All those calls in high school you didn't get, I got them. Well, that's because... I didn't want to tell you, but... And, and that's fine, because I always told them, look, <laughs> I, I, I don't deal with you, but my brother will. <laughs> I, I've been his sidekick from day one. His, <laughs> I started as the assistant. <laughs> But here I am, co-host. That's right. <laughs> but anyway, back to the subject. Uh, now, I know we have alien technology. You can't tell me we don't. We do. And uh, now, <clears throat> does uh, all these hypersonic missiles worry us as much as we put off? I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to worry about them because, like I said... That one video where I actually saw that UFO zap one of our conventional warheads and just send it spinning into the sea. Right. And now we, we've seen videos. We've both seen videos right. where uh, UFOs, they come into restricted airspace. Air, airspace. Air, uh, airspace. Airspace, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, over like in a military base. Right. And they're shooting at them with these Gatling guns. When we're in the Navy, we used to call it Sea Whiz. Right. R2-D2, uh, yeah. And they can't hit them. They can't. Well, and... and, and see, and, now, they have it on video, but then again, there's, there's video always rolling on the bases. Always. Now, is that truly uh, alien, or is that us testing a craft? We... Don't know because truthfully we have come that far ourselves in technology, and I I think that we do have the capability to develop our own craft. But is it comparable to theirs? Not a chance. Well, it, it might be because of uh, like I said, if we sign that treaty, they, well, and you know the stories here in New Mexico, the underground bases where they're working with us. We do hear the stories. And, and we see things when we go to the mountains, and we always question each other, is that theirs or ours? We do. Now, when they come into these bases, and they, the sea whiz can't touch them, you know, I, I always think, is it we're, we're testing our technology, and that's why it's done at night. Well, and, and, you know, here's my thing. Even if they did give us that technology, the master never gives the student everything. Right. True that, true that. So I, I think they still have capabilities beyond okay. our wildest dreams. You're right. The, the master will never give us all his secrets, right. but does he give us enough to be the masters here? Because you have heard this from documentaries, from people who supposedly worked in the military or the s secret sector. Right. They say we are the kings of the sky, the masters of the sky. 
of Arsh guys. Arsh guys. Arsh guys. Let's take us out beyond our ozone. Right. That, are, are, are we now the masters? No, 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 no. We're, we're just touching the surface. We're just learning to skate in right. their arena. So, but they've given an, us uh, enough. No. I believe we are the masters here in our atmosphere. So that could be possible. And we say uh, around the earth and in our atmosphere, we are the masters. But if they enter our atmosphere, they now become the master. True, true. And, uh, and that's where that agreement or treaty comes in. It does. And it may say, we'll let you float the skies. When we come in, the people down there looking up can decide if it's you or us. Right. They may never know. Right. And the only way we'll truly know is if we get aggressive and we go right. warfare. Right. And that's why they say, don't piss us off. If we want to pick a few of them up and do some experiments. We're going to do it. And, and, but see, that's, that's what uh, that gets me to... Because supposedly we're working with them with technology, but they abduct people and do those experiments. You think that we would have shared, you know, what we know about the human anatomy with them. But then again, like us, we're going to test this craft. They might want to test their own theories, too. You know, and here's the thing. Maybe they scanned us with their technology and what we're trying to tell them about human anatomy. And they look at us and say... We scanned you, and in two seconds, we knew more about you than you did. We can diagnose all your sicknesses, your diseases, faster than you ever dreamed of. Right. Now, uh, getting back, we do some crazy research, like we're talking about getting the rabbit holes. But I I watched another one about the human body, and there was somebody... uh, I need to learn to take notes back in the day who said, you know, we're made up of molecules and molecules could be regenerated. They can. And, and his thing was being immortal. Well, here's, here's my thing. I, and I, I do some, we, we're right, we, we go down the rabbit hole, but I was doing some uh, biblical research and it was, it was an, a time in my life when I had a lot of time to do biblical research. Anyway, I came, you were studying. I was studying. I was a student. Anyway, I came across a paper that was written by some NASA physicists, and uh, they came to a conclusion. And this paper, written by these NASA physicists, had come to an agreement with the Bible, and they said that yes, based on our study, yes, well, human beings were made up of like eighty percent water. Right. But they said our chemical makeup is the same as common dirt. Dust to dust. You're right. And that kind of blew me away. They said our, our body makeup is from the earth. We have the same chemical compound, same chemical breakdown as dirt. We, we are from the earth. We have a soul. That's what brings us, right. animates us. Right. And, and it was like 80% your water. That's why we got to drink water to survive. Right. Otherwise, we, we shrivel we up and die. We could live longer without food than we can with that's water. That's right. So it, it really grabbed my attention, and I thought about that. I was like, wow. So our bone structure, everything, we are truly the same com- chemical compound makeup as dirt. Right. Right now... I believe that, you know, since you got on the religious part there, uh, I do listen to 
a religious radio channel at work, and it's interesting. It, it's it's not all Bible thumping, you know, sulfur and brimstone and fire. Give me ten Hail Marys. <laughs> right. They, they they do, and the reason I listen to this, and they do touch on the subject subject of Nephilim. They talked about that, and uh, <clears throat> which a lot of people don't want to believe. It's in there about how there was giants on the earth. Before and after the time of Moses. Genesis chapter 6. Right. And also, uh, they, they talk about aliens, uh, recent stuff or new stuff. Right. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> they, they talk about aliens and how they're open to it now. The, the, the Catholic Church, that's the radio station. I'm not trying to get all holy roller, but I, I, I like to... Everybody's point of view, that's what we like to listen to. Right. But the, they're open to it. you know. They're, and what we talked about is if you don't believe there's other life forms out there, you're putting our God in a box saying, You uh, are. And you it does are. say God created the heavens. He, and that's everything out there. Genesis 1, first chapter says, yeah, well, you go through Genesis first chapter and it says God created the heavens and the earth. Heavens. Heavens, but, plural. Right, and, and they touch on that, and they're like, they have all these, they follow technology, and if you follow the Vatican, you know they have technology of their own. They do, and we, we did talk about uh, the, the Vatican's Lucifer telescope, right. and a lot of people, when I disclosed that to them, they thought I was bullshitting. Right. And, you know, ever since that's been gained. Now, the Vatican really has tried to, minimize damage from that and they right. tried to say oh they changed the name of it to mm -hmm. but go on and and you'll find it if you google bing or whatever whatever search engine right. you use look up vatican telescope lucifer but anyway just before we close out let me finish my point here they they the catholic church has taken a whole different stance because they 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 follow technology we have these telescopes that are floating through space and they see different things now one of the things they said they saw was in a part of a galaxy far far away that was supposed to be dark there is a glow right. now and that kind of excited a lot of people in the church because in the Bible said the first thing God created was light. Right. There you go. Well, God is light. Yes. So anyway, just something to think about. I'm not trying to sway you either. No, no. no. I'm just saying that we we research every avenue equally, and you Look, know we're just putting putting it out. To be an Advent researcher of this kind of. Uh, topic you can't put yourself in a box saying i'm only going to listen to maybe catholic radio and i'm going to believe in only that or i'm going to listen to what the protestants say or i'm going to be an independent you right. really have to listen to all, all of sides of the story all of them because in every story there's a nugget of truth right and it's up to you to do the mining and pull all the truth together and find out what's really going on right now it's not exactly. an easy it's not easy it's not an easy topic and for our listeners out there that think oh you guys just you you repeat yourself you're full of shit no we we genuine we genuinely look into the stuff because right now it's said and it's been there and we're not the only ones repeating it. Now, th this radio station, I listen to 
four days a week at least when I'm at work. Right. And uh, we go down rabbit holes. A- anytime something new, we research it. Well, here's we're, my, we're not here's trying to sway you either way. We're not trying to, you know, quash your religious beliefs. We just want to know the truth. And and here's my thing. Let's let's take what you're just talking about. If if we were to host a show like this or even talk about our topics back in the medieval times, we would have both been burned at the stake because we would have been considered heretics and and witches or right. and uh, or, the drunkards, or, right? Drunkards, <laughs> uh, followers of the occult. So that tells you how much that. Even the church has had to grasp the technological changes and the changes in our universe alone because of science, because of people like Galileo who invented the telescope. But yet, if the church would have found out, they would have destroyed his creation and hung him or burned him. Right. Now, we're not trying to buck your faith. We're not. Whatever your faith is. Now, we both grew up as Catholics. Right. But, but we've opened our eyes to other venues. I'm not saying we are or we are not Catholics, but you got to realize that if you read the Bible, the Bible is like a snapshot of time. And, and, and I tell you, the Bible points you to so many other things. If you're closed-minded and you listen to what someone in... Let me say it this way. Your preacher can interpret the Bible and focus you on what he wants to he can twist that bible to his beliefs yep it's up to you to read that bible with an open mind and understand that our god created everything 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 now i i've had people tell me you know that uh we, we get on the marijuana topic, the legalization topic from time and time again, and people say, well, that's the devil's weed. Well, understand this. The devil has no creative power. The devil cannot create. That's right. So who created that plant? The Lord. There you go. Think you, about that again. You know. So we, 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 we just want this, you to think. Right. We won't get on this subject now, but uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on with COVID and People are against or right. for the shot. And I believe God puts these choices in front of us. He does. He, he gives us a thing. We have to make the choices. Just like there's good and evil in front of us. We got to trust in technology or you don't. Right. You know? But anyway. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed what we brought to you tonight. We hope we make you think a little bit and yeah. uh, reach out to us. Right. Um, and you'll, the email being in the closing, correct? Now, the email is always in the closing. Now, we could have probably went on for another hour. We could have. We, we've, we've touched on so many things, but we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it give there. Give you something to digest. Try it. Think about it and get in touch with us with your thoughts. And I just want to thank uh, Tater. Got it. See? Thank you. See, I'm not the stingy bastard you called me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Tater. Thank you, man. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.